Welcome to the So I'm Adopted podcast, where we talk everything adoption. This journey is not one we take alone. Together, we grapple with raw emotions that surface from adoption stories. We want you to be comfortable enough to heal. So sit back and go with us on this journey as we dive deep into adoption. Welcome to our very first podcast episode. So, I'm adopted. I'm Lisa. I'm John. And and we are are adopted. adopted. (laughs) So, we wanted to create a space for adoption truth. We have a common bond of being adopted. Our stories are very, very different. Absolutely. So, um, we wanted to have our conversations and allow other people to hear our conversations and also be able to share theirs as well. You know, this podcast is where we will hear our adoption stories uh, from other adoptees, adoptive parents, and biological families. Uh, We will also have input from licensed professionals such as psychologists, social workers, uh, to get a deeper understanding of this adoption journey. Hopefully, these stories and perspectives will give hope and understanding and courage to those who are adopted or who are thinking about, you know, being adopted. Yeah. Um, along with the journey of acceptance, reconciliation, and maintenance of being adopted. You know, those are gonna be some of the anchors that we will highlight each time we come on this podcast. Again, For I'm gonna sure. repeat that because I think those are important. As we talked about uh, our stories and, and the birth of this podcast, we said, well, we wanna make sure we have some fundamentals that are consistent. Uh, so that acceptance, reconciliation, maintenance of being adopted. Those are, I guess, pillars of our journey that we've identified yeah. so far. And as yeah. we go forward, I'm sure that we will have more. Uh, but you can count that each time that we do a podcast, we'll speak to those aspects of it. Uh, so, Lisa, when did you know that you were adopted? So, <laughs> funny you would ask that. I found out from my adoptive dad's mother adopted dad's mother so that would be your adopted grandmother yes okay all right and by this time she was about oh i guess in her late 80s Mm, okay all right and she was on that um you know she had dementia okay and you know when people have dementia (laughs) no filter there's no filter and all truths come out all truths, <laughs> right? The hidden truths, the new truths, the made-up truths, just truths. Truths, all of it. So I think you know, um, she wanted to talk to me for a very, very, very long time. Okay. She would always say, "Oh, Lisa, I need to talk to you. I want to talk to you because you know, I just want to talk to you about how you took care of your grandmother, which was my adoptive mother's mother." Okay, all right, and you know, when she was alive and everything, because she ended up moving in with us when I was a junior in high school, junior, senior in high school. And, you know, she she died. I saw her take her last breath and everything like that. So she wanted to, you know, talk to me about that. And I said, oh, okay, whatever. And just to give you backstory, my parents are deceased. Okay. My adopted parents are deceased. At this point. At that point where you're having a discussion. We're having this discussion. Okay. Right. And um, I was like, no problem. But we would always go over to my grandmother's house. It's like Tyus's grandmother too. 
and um Titus is her husband. Titus is my husband. <laughs> and she said something to him one day like, Oh, I'm so sorry that you know, I'm spending so much time with her and I want her to come over a lot because I remember when they brought her home from the hospital. Okay. And he went, Sir? So wait a minute, wait a minute. I remember when they brought her home from the hospital. But that's a common thing, babies are come home from the hospital. So why was that alarming? I and again, I can't speak for him. Right, I got you, but it for some for something, something raised of up in him. The way she said it. Okay, okay, I got you. Now I got you. Made his antenna go. Because in, in normal conversation, that's the progression. You that's have a child in the hospital. And, and but and you said it earlier, with her having dementia and having that truth, it may have been that leading question or that leading statement, you know, to kind of well, since nobody's going to open it up, I'm going to indirectly put it out here. Exactly. And uh, Titus picked up on it. And he picked up on it. And I think he slept on it for at least a day. Before he said something to before me. Before he said something to me. Okay. Because right. he was like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a, that's a heavy burden. And this time, we were building a house. So we are living with his parents. Okay. And he came in the room. And, and he was like, uh, I got something to tell you. And I was like. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a heavy conversation right there. What? I said, you know, because during that time frame, you know, he tore his Achilles tendon. You know, he's always <laughs> doing something while we're trying to build his house. He's right. doing stuff, right? And <laughs> I was like, what? And he, he told me, he said, you were adopted. I was like, so wait a minute, he drew from that statement. He, wait, wait. So let me go back. Okay. <laughs> <All> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> he said, I your grandmother, I think your grandmother told me that you were adopted. Okay. Alright. And I went, I said, Oh, we gotta go to her house right now. <laughs> okay. Right now. So y'all got in the car, y'all rolling. Got in the car. What's the conversation like in the car on the way over? I mean, I think I was in silence. I think it was just silence. This process. Just trying to like, what do you, yeah. I was like, mm. what do you, yeah, it was silence. It had, okay. it, I can't remember that detail, but I know it had to be silence. Okay. Who's driving, him or you? Oh, he's driving. <laughs> okay. And I, I think I was saying, you know, she's been always telling me she wanted to talk to me. So, oh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk today. We're going to talk today. Mm. So like I said, my grandmother was, up in her 80s and we go in her house and she has this huge bay window and she has a recliner chair and I was like hey grandma she's like hey I said cut to the chase <laughs> you know you said that you you wanted to talk to me Tiger said you had something to say mm. so you know let's talk let's get busy and she was like she, it was like Tiger was behind me and she went <laughs> oh, I'm not going to talk to you, to you with him. I said, well, that's my husband. Wow. So whatever you have to say, you could say to him, you know. So wait a minute, she initiated me. this whole domino effect with him. With him. But now that now it's time to have it, she doesn't. Okay. That dementia okay. starts sliding. Right. Or maybe she was in a real reality place at that point. Like, wait a minute, whoa, Let's, let me rethink this. Okay. <laughs> right. So I said, well, let's talk because you obviously have something to say. And she then she looked at him and then looked at me like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything, you know, with him there. And then she goes, well, 
she crossed her legs and said, I don't have nothing to say. Oh. And then looked out the window. Oh. I said, oh, okay, it's like that. Wow. I said, okay, well, you just sit right there. So my dad was the oldest of 11 kids. Okay. He's from that area. So my aunt lived in the next city. So I said, well, you hold, hold that car. <laughs> I made a beeline to my aunt's house. Oh, you left and went there. You didn't call. You just went. Oh, there. no, I just went there. Okay. All right. Unannounced. Oh, I, oh. Unannounced. Oh, yeah. Because we can go to our, okay. you know, my family's house. We right. can just go whenever. <laughs> we made a beeline over there. I said, I have something to ask you. And I need you to give me, you know, the truth. We sat down on her couch. She was here. Titus was here. And I said, am I adopted? Mm. Man, she took the deepest breath. She went, yes. I yes. I went, ah! Oh, my goodness. So in that moment, you had the emotional release for her. But yeah. you went on a totally different reality check. Yes. Because mm. I, then I, you know, I kind of collected myself. And, you know, um, I have a brother. So I asked the same question for him. And she took that deep breath again mm -hmm. and said, yes. I went, ah, all over So your brother there. biological or no. both of you were adopted, adopted with the perception that y'all were biological? Biological. Okay, got it. Yes, yes. And we did that. We thought we were because he was light-skinned. I'm dark-skinned. My dad is dark-skinned with light brown eyes. I'm dark-skinned with light brown eyes. My brother is light-skinned. My mother was light skinned. Okay, all right. It could happen. It could happen. No big deal. Right. So I start freaking out. I'm like, so my whole life is a lie. Mm. I'm like, this is not, I'm not this person. This is somebody else's life. This is not my life. Yeah. I instantly got angry. Who did you, who were you angry at? My adoptive parents. And, and to be specific, my adoptive mother. Why your mother? Because she kind of put, you couldn't ask for a better mother. You couldn't. You could not ask for, I could not have asked for a better mother. Um, and you know, it's like she put us, my brother and I up on a pedestal. There is nothing that we could not have gotten in our life. Mind you, we weren't spoiled kids. We got, you know, within reason, we, you were we got stuff. You were, we were, we were loved. We were very much loved. Okay. And um, she just, to, to know her and for her to keep that piece of information from me, I was like, well, how dare she, who gives her that right? Mm. Okay. To, to do that, right? At that moment, that's how I felt. Like, and my mom was a very strong-willed person. She was from Trinidad. And I mean, she loved everybody. Just, she, there was not a, a stranger she ever met. Everybody knew her, everybody loved her. We had, just growing up, the people in our school system, in our neighborhood, our friends would come to our house with us not even being there just so they can eat her food and talk to her. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? 
my teachers, I would always have to bring food in for them. <laughs> my accounting teacher was a diabetic. She would make diabet um, diabetic treats for her. Yeah, wow. cheesecake, homemade cheesecake, sugar-free. Back then she was making sugar-free. They didn't make sugar-free nothing no. back in them days. <laughs> I mean, from scratch, wow. even this crust. She That's was awesome. known for her cooking in, you know, in the area. And that was just who she was. And I mean, she would, she would take care of everybody from babies to you name it. She, that was who she was. That was her, that was her ministry. And she loved kids. She loved young adults. That was her ministry. And, um, so for her not to, I guess, speak her truth to me, I was angry. You know, and but after her story was told to me, me being a mother, mm. that's what I was going to ask. Being a mother, did that alter your view it did. of the story? A hundred percent. Okay, I understood where she was coming from and why she didn't tell us. So when you found out this conversation, you weren't a mother at that time. Oh, I was. So I was very were. much. I was thirty-nine okay. years old. Oh, I should have led with that. That's okay. I was 39 when I... Alright, so you were 39 and you had kids. Three kids. You had, you had three kids at that point. Three kids at okay. that point. And so now I'm visualizing you have had your family, your sense of normalcy, mm -hmm. you've started routines and, and patterns with your kids, and then to hear well, what I grew up with, as in your words, is a lie. Yes. That can be earth shattering. I, I can definitely. Yes. I definitely understand what you're saying in that regard. Yes. And because the way she treated me, it, who does that? In, in my mind, who, who would do the things that she has done for me, but leave, but leave this really important piece of information of who I am out. But I mean, but I, like I said, I understood once I found out because there's no way she would be able to bear even a thought of me even thinking about saying, oh, I wonder who my mother is. If she had told me, you know, early in my childhood or something of that nature, if she had, even if I just, not that I would ever like leave her, I mean, I had a good life, but for her, this is my thought because I know how she was. If she had even had, if I had an indication of just wondering or just saying wondering and, and, and say, well, I'm going to go look for, or, you know, can you give me more information that would have devastated her. So let me ask this question. And you finding out and the way, like you said, she put you all on a pedestal. Did you question her authenticity with how she treated you and how she loved you? Was that part of your emotional? That wasn't part. That wasn't a part of my emotional aspect of it because I just. Because she was just so given and mind you, outside of adopting us, she also we also have foster kids. Okay, in our house. so you grew up with foster kids in the house, but from your belief, you were the biological. Yes. Okay. Did you ever ask, how do we get to the point that we have foster? Well, the other question, let me back up. Were the foster children younger than you all or older? 
Uh, it was a mixture. Mixture. So that was just the routine. That was just out. a routine. Okay. That was a routine. And <clears throat> yeah, it was just a mixture. And some of them would come in and out. They would go back to their to their their mom, but sometimes they'll come back and it was really normally the, the same ones okay. that would come back and forth and the social worker would come over, but no one had, you know, it was never, well, I, clearly they're not going to talk in front of us, right, right. but cause now I'm like, oh, my man was always at the house, but I just assumed he was always there for the foster kids. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and I, I didn't notice like, well, why do we have foster kids? And, you know, no one ever talked about adoption. It was right. always foster kids, but no one ever mentioned adoption. So it's interesting that separation of adoption, foster kids, um, in society, unfortunately, foster kids sometimes gets that negative connotation of viewpoint. It, it does. Um, yeah. And it, it's just the way society puts these labels on. Um, but it's very interesting being in the house and seeing it it was just a sense of that normalcy and that love that she offered to everybody that you just embraced. And it's part of our ecosystem. And that's how well, we roll. Yeah. And me being her daughter, I did that. You know, I, I, I love them just like, you know, she loved them and we treated them just, she treated them just like she would treat us to a certain degree, but you know, they were in and out, but. Did you keep in contact with any of them or know any of them, their names and stuff? Uh, Mm -mm. No, not not really. It was one. So when we, so we lived in one part of New Jersey at one point, and my earliest recollection is when we moved to the area that we grew up in. I was three. Okay. So my brother is three years older than me. Mm -hmm. So they adopted him first, clearly, and when he was an infant. Um, then they had a foster kid, but the foster kid was much older than Your brother. my brother. Okay. And then I came, then they got me. So y'all were the first three? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So, and then once we moved into the new area, then that's when the other foster kids started coming. Gotcha. But the the first foster kid, he was the, he was the constant one. He never left. Oh, okay, so y'all grew up with him in the house. Yes. Okay. Like technically, I didn't know at first that he was a foster kid okay. until I was old enough to understand that his last name wasn't our last name. Ah. Okay. And then I was like, you know, well, I think at that point I was like, well, why is he not adopted? Did he know that he was a foster? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because. Right. Like I said, my, my my brother came first, then the foster brother came, even though he was older than him. All right. And then I came. Okay. So I think, he had already started that moving in different places. Yes. Because so. I think the foster kid came from an abusive situation where we used to live. Okay. Right. So he was, you know, he was never adopted because it could be that the mother never really gave him up or whatever. I'm not quite sure. Okay. But he was always constant. He was, he was like my brother, gotcha. and that was her heart. Mm. And unfortunately, um, what was that? Was I still in elementary school? Maybe I was in middle school. And when he went to the military right after high school, 
same year. He um he died in the Navy. Oh wow. He had a something was wrong with his heart and um they didn't detect it when he did his physical. Okay. And they really didn't even start doing PT yet either. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I she, I think she died from a broken heart from him years before that because that was her heart. And I don't know his whole entire story, but I know he had a difficult childhood. So, you know, he, he was maybe 10 years older than me. Okay. Something like that. So did he have any other family or I don't, you don't know? I have no idea. Okay. So, you know, so when he died, obviously they were still, um, he was 18, but everything he, he signed everything to my mom. Okay. So, and that was a devastating day too. So now you are with this reality that you're sitting with auntie who's dropped the bomb. She gives the big sigh and you are trying to regulate your emotions. Once you come back to, what do you do? What do you say? So me being the person I am, I need to know what happened before November 30th. Okay, November 30th is? My birthday. Okay, all right. So what did, how did my birth, what led up to my birth? I think you know what led up to Well, my I birth. know, but. <laughs> nine months prior nine to. Nine months prior to. I don't, are you a teenager? Gotcha. Are you, you know, was it raped? Right, you want to know uh, who? Who and, you know, how did y'all come together? Were y'all in love? What What was it? What was, what's the story here, right? So based off of what my auntie had told me was that based on what she knew, because my mother told them that she wasn't gonna tell us. Mm. She said, they're my kids and that's all they need to know, yeah. right? So no one, when I say no one opened their mouth. They respected what she asked and what she said. Even to her dad. Wow, except for grandma. Except for grandma, but. Well, no, even grandma, grandma said, I ain't got nothing to say. But, but grandma started the process. Started the process, but she started knowing that she was right. she was slipping. Mm -hmm. So she had that. She little, could blame it on that. She could blame I don't it remember on what that. Happened. I don't. I don't <laughs> okay. I don't know, and because from what my aunt said when they addressed her with it, she's like, "I I don't remember saying that." <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was my mindset you know, trying to really figure out how did how did I come about? And after I accepted and understood and forgave her, mm. even though she had been gone, right. I still had to forgive her. If you can remember, how long was that duration of you finding and then being able to forgive? Mm. Maybe a couple of months. Okay. All right. Why did you feel like it was a need to forgive her? Because you got people hold grudges. Right. Because I understood why she did what she did. With you being a mother. With me being a mother. Okay. And, you know, from what has been told to me, she's, you know, she had tried and tried. And I mean, they were, they were married for years before we even came on the scene. So she's a, She's a good, she was like 39 okay. when she adopted me. Mm. She was so, 
so she she tried they tried and from what i understand she would you know ask my dad you know let's adopt because she really loved you know children and then i guess he finally said okay and so they adopted my brother three years prior to me and then me so i know she probably went through some struggles i can't say whether she you know if she even had um miscarriages or anything like that i don't know that you just know that they weren't able to conceive yes okay wow. and and they were married for years by the time they decided to do that so you go through the process you forgive and then now how do you what did that look like in your process of forgiving like because she's not here in the physical state so how did you regulate your emotions to get to that point to be able to forgive because there were a lot of questions that you weren't able to get answered there was a lot of questions i wasn't be able to get answered but as soon as i know it sounds very simple but it is simple i was a mother okay. that's it okay. i said oh i get it wow that's that's beautiful that you know, and it may be that's why you were supposed to find out when you found out. Because had you found out before you had kids, maybe you would have held that grudge and not been able to see it from that viewpoint. From that viewpoint. I I, I got it. So since we're talking about like when you found out, what was your conversation like with the kids? <laughs> when, did, when did they find out about the adoption? So this was years and years later. So you we, held it. Oh yeah. So you we never, we it. never, we never told them. Okay. I processed it. I, you know, I was still figuring out. Okay, how do I find out information? Okay. Knowing that the state in New Jersey, you know, a, a adult adoptees can't get their birth certificates. Those are sealed. That's by law. Okay. In the state of New Jersey. So okay, I knew I couldn't get that. However. Um, I had a friend. So always got a friend. And she's a private investigator in New Jersey okay. that I went to high school with. And I don't know how I knew that, but it was, okay. I found out, I don't know. So I said, okay, let me reach out to her because let me just preface this. <laughs> I thought I was bought on the black market. Oh, wow. Why, did, saying, why did you go directly to that? Because, so both my parents, adoptive parents, died in the same year, six six months to the day oh. of each other. Okay. So they moved to New Jersey, then they moved to Virginia. So you thought they were on the run? No, no, no. So before they died. <laughs> okay. The early that year. <laughs> So we moved all of their stuff. I mean, I had everything. So my mom, she was, her kidneys were failing. She was on dialysis and okay. things. And she said she wanted to come home. Okay. She wanted to come home to Virginia. Okay. Right? So my dad sold the house. He stayed up there to sell the house. We brought her down. But neither, we didn't realize that she was she wanted to come home to Virginia because she felt this was her home. But she wanted to come home to die. 
because this is where she ended up dying. Okay. She was only with me for two weeks, and I couldn't. My dad's been taking care of her forever. I got her for two weeks, and yeah, that was devastating enough, right? Okay. So I say that to say is I had everything, documents. My mom, like I said, she was from Trinidad, so I had all her naturalization paperwork. Mm, okay. I had, um, I think she did a couple of classes at, at HU or somewhere here. My dad's Norfolk State information, his grades, his, when he worked for the CNO and how much they paid for the house in New Jersey the receipt. You got everything. You name it. I have it. Social security numbers, birth certificates, everything. I have all documents. But you don't have any documentations about Boom. it. Boom. Ah, okay. Maybe she got rid of it. So, but the thing is, if for some reason, say they did, my dad, when I say my dad kept everything, he kept everything. So in your so, mind, as you're moving everything, like I'm gonna find something that's gonna give me the answer. No, I didn't know at that time. That's right. When no, they died. Yeah, that's right. You didn't know. Okay. I didn't know. Right, Making sure I get the timeline. Right. I didn't know at the time that they died. Okay. And I'm, I was saying that because I had all this paperwork, stuff that who who would have who would have that right? But my dad was very meticulous. He kept everything. And just imagine if I ran into some adoption papers Ooh. then. Oh wow. Just imagine. So now you're having to deal with the grief of watching her in that process and regulate this newfound truth of who you are and where you come from. Grief of both of them. Because I didn't start looking. I didn't start going through his stuff until after he died. Oh, wow. Nine months later. Mm. So they both died on my watch. Right. Um, so... I, I, so I didn't know all that. So I said that to say is that I didn't see anything in those documents, right? So I get my friend to go ahead and, um, you know, <laughs> this is during fax. There ain't no emails <laughs> back then. I fax her all the information. I said, look, I, you know, I don't want anybody to know, um, but I was adopted. And so did you have a level of shame with that? I did. Okay. At first, I did. Because okay. no one knew. The neighborhood that I grew up in, no one knew because when we came in, I was already three. Gotcha. You know, and no, like I said, we look like a regular family. So no one knew. So I said, just keep it to yourself. I don't want anybody to know, but I'm trying, you know, I was adopted, blah, and I go down a host field. I said, these are their social security numbers. This is mine. These are their full name, blah, blah, blah. I just, all this, find. see what you can find. Fax it, right? And I let her do what she's gonna do. I never took the stuff off the fax. The paper was on the fax. Oh, who found it? So the kids found it. Ooh, wow. I'm up in my room, laying in my bed, and all of a sudden these three critters start coming in, right? <laughs> now, how old are they at this age? Oh, man. Jasmine was in middle school. Yeah, Maya was at elementary and TC, I think he was still at um, pre-K or something like that. So they run upstairs and they have the paper in their hand and I'm laying on the bed and they go, is this true? Is this true? And I'm like, 
and they start crying. Because now it's repeating. Well, if that's true, what's my story? What's, and oh they're crying. God. So the Jasmine was a little bit more composed, you know, and she was like, what are y'all crying for? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, this is not, you know, they start going, oh, they're not our aunts and this and that. Going down the rabbit and, hole. and they're going down. And she's like, what are y'all crying for? Y'all know y'all parents, you know what? <laughs> right. Right? It's like, I'm the one. Mom's the one who's adopted, right? Not us, right. Not y'all, but they, <laughs> they did what I did. Right. I was about to say history repeating. <laughs> right. So, you know, they were like, what, what's going on? So, you know, kind of, I had to tell them the story, boy. They was, they were devastated. Wow. They were, they were really devastated. But when I address my aunts, like, you know, why didn't you tell us, tell me or whatever. And you know, they at that time they've known for 39 years. So they was like, Oh yeah, we didn't know. We weren't gonna say anything. She won't come back and haunt us, you know. Right. And because the thing is everybody knew I didn't know at the funeral of my mom. So my mom died first. And me go up there, you know, yeah, you give your respects and speak your speak. Saying all this stuff and there's one line that I said, the whole entire church gasped because the whole everybody else knew but us. Because I said, you know, she loved the young people. She loved children. And she only gave birth to two. Ooh. You had, wow, you pinpointed that one. And you heard the gas. I didn't I didn't hear the gas. This is what my mother-in-law told me. Okay. That she picked up on like. Hmm. Now, did your mother-in-law know? Everybody knew. Okay. When I say everybody. But you. And Titus, of course, because uh, and we don't understand how that happened. Because he has siblings and they knew. It it's crazy. Interesting. I don't get it either. But pretty much everybody knew. Mm. And I married a one person who didn't know. Go figure, right? But God does things the way he does it. <laughs> he does. He makes no mistakes. So, you know, when I said that, so they were like, yeah, we weren't going, you know. So they went on with their lives. Like, oh, you know, yeah, okay, now you know. Yeah. Let's move on. Ah, pump the brakes. Uh-uh. It don't work that way for me. Were you angry because they kept yes. the secret? Well, I can't get mad at them. Because I know how my mom was with them and the influence she had on them. Mm -hmm. They would do anything for her. Gotcha. Because of the things that she's done for them. So I I I'm not mad at them. I'm not I'm not mad at anybody. I just don't understand how no one slipped. I just don't understand how no one slipped. And I mean some people did slip in a way. But at that time it didn't. But it didn't register. It didn't register. Wow. Like my, I was playing on the swing set with my cousins at my aunt's house one day. And he was like, well, that's why you're adopted. So I ran in crying to my aunts. Ah, he said, I was not just like, he don't know what he's talking about. I'm going back out there to play. They never said yes or no. Didn't say yes or no. Mm -hmm. So hindsight is 2020. So when I found out I was adopted. All these different situations start flooding back in my head. Oh, that's why they said that. That's why they oh, said this. That's why she, 
She didn't say nothing then. Why did she say when I came home from high school and they said, are you adopted? And I'm like, no, I ain't adopted. Mm. Because again, my brother was three years older than me. Right. He's light skin, I'm dark skin. Our last name is very unique, right? So they're like, you're, you're his sister, I think? Yeah. You adopted? No, I ain't adopted. I go home, tell her the story. And she's like, oh, this is what we're having for dinner. Just brushed it off like. <laughs> Just brushed it off like. Nope, it was not opening that can. So you went from a place of, you know, accepting that that's where you were and then you had the reconciliation because you said you came to terms with uh, forgiving her because you were a mom. So after the forgiveness and now your kids find out in a parallel way like you did, you know, how, how did you like just continue with life? What was your perception, self-perception of where you were knowing this new truth? that I wasn't that person. I wasn't that person that everybody thought I was, right? Like, let's go back to my aunts. So in my family, they always come to me for organizing family functions. That's what I do. Well, I said, and mind you, I told you my dad was the oldest of 11 kids. So just imagine I got tons and tons of nieces. I mean, cousins. It's a lot of y'all. It's a lot of us. <laughs> But you come to me, the adopted oh. one. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> oh, now you're indignant a little bit. Right. Like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm not doing it. Nope, I'm not doing it. So I stopped doing all that stuff because they just went on with life like it was no big deal because they've been used to it for 39 years. Right. This is new to me. It's a new truth. It's a new truth for me, but it wasn't. It wasn't nothing for them. You know what I'm saying? So then certain things that have happened in the family, then I'm like, oh, 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 you know. But it was no big deal to them. But kind of in the back of my head, deep, 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 deep down inside, I knew something was off, but I could never put my finger on it. You know what I'm saying? Deep, 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 deep down inside. And once I, it, I was face to face with, then everything. Makes sense. That was the missing piece of the puzzle. That was the missing piece of the puzzle. Wow. Yeah, that that journey of, of finding that out and that reality check. Um, but I applaud you being able to regulate your emotions and then come to terms, forgive, and then repeat that same cycle with your kids. Yeah. Knowing that it bothered you so much that you weren't told from the beginning because in listening to how you began the story in my head I'm like okay so now we're going home let's tell the kids but you were still processing it and oh yeah you know trying to deal with it so yeah I, I and like you were saying at first like you were kind of ashamed I, I was I was kind of ashamed and I didn't want to blow up my kids life mm, okay so because that shame you didn't want to pass that on to them right Okay, so you didn't share because you weren't at, for lack of better words, a healthy place with it. You still had a negative connotation with it. Okay, I did. That's that's a very motherly decision. I yes. understand that because I'm a mother. That's right. That's right. That's and, awesome. And yeah, so I, I was protective. I was in that protective mode. I had to first understand what was going on, 
and like you said, process it and, you know, come to an acceptance of it. So let me ask this for because everybody finds out with adoption in different ways. Um, your story is definitely a very, very isolated one for you. That's your journey. What would you say to other people that may not be in that place where they just found out they're trying to regulate that might not have children? They might have children. Um, you know, what, what would you say to them? What, how could you encourage them? I mean, what I would say is you have to go. It's like a grieving process. You know, mm. it's stages. Yes. When you first find out, you're going to really feel that anger, that unwantedness, um, you know, why did this happen to me? You know, you're going to go through that. I don't care who you are. Um, you're going to go through that at some point or another, um, whether you're younger or older, at some point in your life, you're going to ask that question. Um, and that's okay. You have to go through it in order for you to be able to get to the point that you, you're in acceptance of it, that you recognize what took place and realize that nothing happens by mistake. I think that's why, you know, this platform is so important because when you hear about adoption stories, normally you hear the foster care and the, the horror stories that go along with it. Um, but what happens for those who get the information and then are left out there just to still navigate life? Yeah. How do you yeah. recover? How do you maintain from a, a healthy and holistic standpoint? And that's, that's a good question. I, I mean, I didn't experience that myself, but I think that, again, it's going to be a, a journey that you have to come to an acceptance of it and then try to take whatever good you can from it. Right. Um, because God makes no mistakes. That's right. And um, we all are born not by mistake. So whatever good you can find from it, because you just don't know, you may think your your journey is horrible. But what would have been your real journey if you stayed in, in that life? Your other journey. Your other journey. You know what I'm saying? It could have been worse. Correct. You could have been aborted. You, you could have been, you know, birthed and then left out. Left out and, else. and, 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 and die, right. you know, but you're still here to even feel the pain of it. You're still here to, to speak about it, whether good, bad or indifferent. You're still here to where you still have the opportunity to change it for something to help someone else, because I believe that our testimonies are not for us. They're for other people. And I also believe that this is where the benefit of a licensed professional, um, because this is what we come to learn now is trauma. It, it's, it's a level, it's a form of it is, trauma. It is. And unfortunately in our community, you know, we try and sweep it under the rug and, oh, I'm gonna deal with it. But it may be beneficial for you at some point, maybe not in the beginning when you first find out, but at some point speak to somebody who is not vested, who didn't keep the secret, who is not right. finding out with you that's able to look at it from a, a larger lens and help you organize your thoughts yep. um, and then help you with that journey going forward. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing your truths of how you found out you were adopted. Yes, yes. That's awesome. I look forward to hearing how you found out <laughs> how you were adopted. 
yeah, I will definitely share my 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 story of, of when I found out when when did I you know first find out I was adopted. Um, I was a little I was younger than you, so I had a different vantage point. Um, you know, like I say, yours is very isolated to your journey, but even listening to it, I gleaned certain things from it. And as I'm as you're talking, I'm like, well, how would I have responded if mm. what would have been my emotion mm-hmm. you know so I, i'm i think it's always that comparison because it's a, a commonality in this adoption umbrella that we carry absolutely um so it, it's i think that's why testimonies are so important because you can draw strength from other people and then just to find out that you're not the only person yes that's huge because when you think that you're the only person on that island it can be a lonely dark hurtful place Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully this platform will be where we can help others share their story in addition to help others walk through their journeys. Yeah. You know, find your troops, walk in your troops and then grow from it and then build a community of support. That sounds like a great idea. (laughs) And I mean, that's that's so true. I mean, it's really their only everybody has a community Mm -hmm. and that's a community that we really need to focus on, you know, foster kids, you know, and adoptive kids, they're all kind of in that same vein. It's just, unfortunately, the foster kids don't get that opportunity to, you know, get into a family that an adoptive child would. So, so the other piece of it is because you are the child went through the adoption, there's a different side, the biological family that, yeah, the adoptee lives with. Yeah. They have a story and a vantage point. But then also, what about the biological family that gave up the child, child. for adoption? Exactly. Um, you know, so it's so many different lenses, and I think that this is a step in the right direction, and uh, we're just excited about the potential of this. Yeah, um, you know, unpeeling the, those layers Absolutely. just to understand the whole perspective Absolutely. of that adoptive journey is going to be um, what we want to share. Because everyone has a reason for doing what they do. Everybody has a why. Everybody has a why. And the whys at that time the decisions are made are, you know, from what I, you know, normally what you hear is the biological mom, you know, wants something better for their for their kid, you know, because they couldn't do it themselves. Awesome. Or they don't want them to be in the same situation that they're situation in. that they're in. And then again, there's other ones that right. other people control mm-hmm. the whole situation, and they don't have a say in it. That's right. So um, that's going to be interesting to hear those different types of stories. But everyone has a journey. Everybody has a, a story, and hopefully, someone can get courage. Someone can get hope. Um, out of the stories Absolutely. and see their lives in a different perspective and um, that our lives aren't in vain. Absolutely. Well, this has been our first, very first podcast of So I'm Adopted. Uh, I'm John. I'm Lisa. And this is how she found out she was adopted. Until our next episode, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the So I'm Adopted podcast. We hope that this was informative and educational. 
You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at So I'm Adopted. Also, subscribe to our YouTube page, So I'm Adopted. And again, thank you for listening. And until next time, make the choice to begin your healing journey. Mm -hmm.